0: Deathwatch.
1: Welcome back to Cradle of the World, a Pathfinder First Edition campaign by Deathwatch Productions. I'm Brandon, the Game Master, and we will return to our heroes now as they had just reached some place deep in the mountain, the Angry Mountain, where a signpost that they found said Nivalora, and it ended after... They were camped for the night, and Casimir was woken by Omen, the cat who led him into the wall. And he reached a room that had books on shelves and a large ornate chair facing the fireplace. And Omen jumped into the chair, and Casimir walked around it to see there was a richly dressed skeleton um, in the chair. And then the others awoke and realized that Casimir was not in camp with them. So that's where we'll pick it back up. But first, let's introduce our heroes, starting with Chris.
2: Hi, I'm Chris. I'm playing Casimir, Hero of the Rock. That's it. <laughs> I'm Travis. I'm playing Graham, Hero of the Sea. And I will carry on your mission, Casimir, to return this soul of a god to his corpse. Did you steal it from me? What the heck are you it was glowing. Seemed like I was supposed to interact with it. Mm. That's it for
0: me. Did your button flip over? It um, even so made that a you tonal sound when I took it.
3: Mm. And I'm Rohan, hero of the sky, and I'm suspicious that Graham fell asleep on watch again and a wildcat <laughs> dragged Casimir
4: away. <laughs>
0: Um, That's a good way to be. Sorry, John. Go for it. <laughs> yeah,
4: you're good. I'm John playing Fenrith Hero of the Flame. And it's probably all Graham's
0: fault.
2: <laughs> no!
0: I'm just here with all these
2: stolen goods. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Got an adamantine dagger? <laughs> or is it just a regular dagger? Dead God's soul? <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, if you're going to steal something, steal big. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So, um... We'll we'll start with the the three that are together, Graham, Fenrith, and Rohan. So you've uh, realized now that um, uh, Graham and Fenrith were on watch together, and when you went to wake Rohan and Casimir, you realized that he's no, he's nowhere to be found. So what do you do? Yeah,
2: I'd started looking around for him, but I don't think I we got to the point where I rolled anything.
3: Yeah, I'll start looking for tracks. See if anything dragged him away from his bedroll. Hoping there's enough dust in here, something to leave marks.
4: So I'll continue to watch.
3: <laughs> Continues and
4: to so play I, cards. I uh, don't have the necessary skills to hope to ever find where he went.
1: Okay, so roll on. Yeah, do you want to do a roll?
3: Del or survival,
1: dude. All right. So you um, you start looking around and, you know, as it happens, there's not actually a lot of dust because um, as you, you know, looking up, you can see um, the sky up there, way up there, but you can see the sky. So there's this large and, you know, there's a lot of mist um, or, or cloud even is what it seems like. But from time to time, you know, because of the breeze, enough of it will clear that you can get a good long line of sight up to the sky and you see that this basically is a, a unnaturally um, smooth um, cylinder cut out of the mountain straight up. Hmm. And um, because of that breeze, there's not a, a lot of dust. And so you're looking around, uh, but you can't find any... Um, Any indication what happened, okay, or where he went?
3: Yeah, I'll look at the others and shake my head and say, No signs. What about cat tracks? (laughs) (laughs) No, no cat tracks either.
2: Well, I know it was a cat again. How do you know it was a cat? I mean, I know, not Uh, Graham, but uh, I guess that's a good point. (laughs) I meant mountain cat, not oh, not 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 a domestic cat, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Well, he is becoming more wizardly. Yeah. Um, hmm. Maybe he just went off on some errand. Because I'm telling you, my senses are pretty well attuned, and I didn't hear or see anything.
3: Well, we still have several hours until morning, so how about you two get rest? I'll take watch by myself and see if he returns.
2: If
0: Rohan was to spot a mountain lion getting closer to Graham... Would he wake him up or attempt to stop the mountain lion? This is an important question.
3: <laughs> I would probably try and tame the mountain lion. Ah,
2: uh, rangers. Nah, it just shows
0: that his list is too uh, well curated. Yeah.
2: Um, all right, well, I'll shrug and lay out my bedroll, and if I even have a bedroll.
3: Now, if it was a displacer beast, that might be another question.
0: I was just wondering if you were getting payback on Graham for the time he completely uh allowed a mountain lion to pull you off into the distance. Mm-hmm. No. Well I can't give him
3: too much crap because I think I was on watch when it dragged off the goblin we had as our slave.
0: Mm-hmm. But not when it dragged off you. No. But which is what would probably earn him the uh the list.
3: No. If I ever find that mountain lion though.
0: No. If ran if Graham had ran away after the mountain lion uh did that like to escape some sort of potential justice, would he have made it on the list then? Because he ran away? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Probably you'll find that cat drinking on a beach, (laughs) leaning up against a beach rock, just drunk, like all haggard looking, because his family died, couldn't feed him. That could have been you. You could have saved that cat's life. And knowing your despair, I think you'd make that trade. After some of the
3: slaughter that we've done... I don't think that's in my conscience yeah, at but all. But not against
2: cats. Yeah, Plus,
0: I mean, I'm pretty sure the amount of slaughter we do, we kill their families too. <laughs> right. True. True. We don't
2: leave any suffering. Like those, any
0: those snake people, like we just
2: wholesale slaughtered them to, like they <laughs> were, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I go to sleep in my bedroll. I don't believe I have a routine anymore. I probably was going through it after my wisdom bump. And I'm like, "Ah, that's kind of a waste of time. (laughs) Are you
0: like a man without a moral center? It does feel a little bit like a loss. uh, (laughs) Just wheeling in the
2: darkness. (laughs) I was like, man, sometimes I was uh, doing that when I didn't need to.
3: But yeah, while I'm on watch, I'll be circling around, still looking for any kind of tracks or scuffs or sign that in which direction Casimir may have gone.
1: Okay. Casimir, Mm -hmm. so um, you've walked around, this chair is facing a fireplace, and you've walked around and you see uh, Omen in the lap of this skeleton purring contentedly, you know, like cat's do Where they You might as well not exist as far as she's concerned. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there you have this um, skeleton.
0: Yeah, I believe that uh, cast detect magic. If not, I can do it Okay.
1: Yeah, and so you're... you're detecting auras every direction you look.
0: All right. I'll focus on the skeleton and try to, you know, block out everything else.
1: Okay. So as you're looking at the skeleton, you immediately detect auras coming from the the clothes that it's wearing. Like It's wearing some robes that you're detecting magic from underneath the robe um uh, on a chain is some sort of amulet that you're detecting magic from the rings on his fingers the staff that's uh leaning up next to him on the arm of the chair um the crown okay it's, sorry i didn't mention it as a, it's wearing like a circlet all right but uh the strongest aura is coming from it, it, its eyes uh, seemingly inside its head Right, so the way that it's seated, um, you know, you you have to you have to bend down a little bit to see in the eye sockets. But the there are two gems. There's a gem in each eye socket.
0: Am I getting any uh like necromancy
1: auras? Uh, yeah, but there is something strange about them Mm. that you can't quite put your finger on. Like it's um, it's definitely from that school. It just doesn't have the same. gross feeling Mm. about it
0: uh i guess i'll uh just kind of ask uh are you awake and kind of like uh move my hand in front of its empty sockets
1: (laughs) okay um all right so you do that and there's there's no reaction
0: all right i don't quite want to mess with potential undead too much uh uh was there a desk or a nightstand I forget what type of
1: yeah. There's a desk, yeah, right. um, you know that has like scrolls and writing implements on it, stuff right. like that. Yeah,
0: I'll head over there, see if I can find something that explains
1: what this is. Okay, so um, yeah, over on the desk there are just stacks of parchments, and as you're rifling through it, it becomes clear that uh, this person wrote in like. As ancient a dialect of the elven script as you've ever seen. And also, just thumbing through like the stacks, uh, this individual did not appear to have uh, a very um, organized filing system, right? Because you've got every random different uh, thing in the stack. There's no rhyme or reason to it.
0: All right, let's uh,
1: pick. Which some. you're also getting some um magical auras from some of the parchments over there as well.
0: I'll try to avoid anything that uh I might figure is a scroll. Let's see if we can find some like notes or messages or something like that. Hopefully something that's fairly mundane and doesn't want to explode. Okay. And do a translation on it. So linguistics.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, it's missing. Where'd it go? There it is. Okay. So you're uh rifling through this stuff and um you know just scan in the contents to to see anything that catches your attention uh you do happen to find finally one of the stacks where the the writing on each page seems to be related to the others in the stack Mm. so you know when you when you're looking at that and you can see on a nearby shelf there's um all of the implements that would use that a person would use to bind a book and so what you what you guess is you're looking at this like this person would have eventually bound this into a book maybe um because it's like an order Mm. so if you were sitting down over a period of time and writing things out and if you weren't uh, if you didn't have a plan for it when a page was full you would set it on top of the stack and so when you go to look at it it would be it would be out of order, mm-hmm. but it's not. So this he took the time to make sure that each page went where it should have, and so you're getting a chronological um, account here. This seems to be mostly it's like a cross between a uh, a diary slash journal, but um, this whoever this person was, they wrote more like a uh, like an efficient would uh, a person sending reports to the King on how many pounds of grain can fall on someone's head before they die or whatever. So it's very matter of fact and sort of dry anyway, what you've seen so far, but the the first page of it um, says it's done. Um, the Tarcellus has played his part and now I play mine for as long as it may take. Um, all of the, People are gone, and Tarcellus is in his sleep, and it falls to me to defend um, Nivalora for um, for as long as that may take. So that's what you've seen so far. All right. Well. I- so um, you know that that doesn't take very long for you to read that much, so you can continue on. But basically, what you deduce as you're rifling through this is that um, whoever this person is. Uh, has been charged or at least believes they've been charged with defending this city while um tarcellus sleeps what it's to be defended against is not immediately clear in the pages you've read but um as it goes on it's basically a um like the first you know 20 pages you know this person's writing in an extremely precise very small script and and he's using every bit of each side of the paper Uh, and it's extremely detailed for like the first 20 pages and it's like a report on uh i patrolled here i patrolled there and i i went here and looked at this and i went there it looked and looked at that you know basically this person is patrolling the city and and warding against trespassers is what you can gather as the stack goes on though, more and more time seems to pass between one page and another. And, um, you know, the last quarter of it, basically there's no more updates until a thing happens. That's worth writing about. You know, there's no more of the, this day I did this. It's just, um, basically, and, reports of um incursions by trespassers of one kind or another. So reading through that, um that's where it really gets interesting all of a sudden. Uh for whatever reason this person's writing tone changes. The handwriting itself doesn't, but the tone of it becomes a little bit less uh official sounding and more, you know, uh store like uh more like a journal than a financial report if that makes sense and uh that's where it really gets interesting and what's detailed in that last bit of it or the last third of that stack um is that when people or things intrude in the the city of nevalora he and doesn't he doesn't explain how he does it probably assuming whoever reads it would know but um he dis- he describes that he, uh, when he destroys them, he then binds them to his service where they, um, and sets them to help him defend. And, you know, uh, there's like not any real detail into what the, or who he's done this to. But by the end of it, it's pretty clear that he has performed this, um uh, a many many times and uh he's satisfied in the knowledge that they will um patrol and protect the city uh forever and uh then the last three pages uh things things really take a turn um the 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 script is not the same i mean you can tell it's from the same hand but it's much less careful so sloppier And it's basically a, um, and there's no indication of how much time it, um, is detailed in these last few pages. It seems to you as you're reading it, like a lot of time, but, uh, basically this person begins detailing what turns out to be his, his belief that not only is he losing sanity, but that he might not ever have had it and it might not even exist. And that's what the last few pages are. Um, there's like a moment of clarity uh, section that's its own little, he's, he even put lines on top and bottom to separate it from the rest where he has some sort of moment of clarity. And he, he says that um, even for one such as I, uh, there truly is no escape from time.
0: I'll, uh, after reading that, I'll kind of look over my shoulder back at the chair (laughs) cautiously, you know, like, (laughs) uh, do I think I have an idea what, or Casimir has an idea what this might be?
1: Yeah. Do you?
0: I think I might. Yeah. Then,
1: then so would Casimir.
0: All right. Uh, uh, what have you drugged me to Omen? (laughs) This isn't good. (laughs) This isn't a good place to be.
1: (laughs) Yeah. um,
0: I'll actually have said that too. Oh,
1: maybe. Uh, Omen actually meows at you when you say that. Um, You can see now that she stood up and she's got, you know, her front paws on the arm of the chair and she's leaning out enough to be able to look at you over there. And she's got that spooky intent look that cats do better than all other creatures, but that's it. She's just looking at you.
0: All right. Unless you have some some idea of what it is you dragged me here for, Omen, I think we should leave this place.
1: Um do a let me get the All right. Um all right, so you say that, but uh o- Omen continues to stare at you intently. Um and meows at you again.
0: All right. Um I guess I'll uh Go over and go to pick her up. Is my Passwall still open?
1: Uh, How long does Passwall last? I
0: believe it was in hours. Um,
1: so Passwall is an hour per level. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. So I'll go over to pick her up and start heading back towards my Passwall.
1: You know, that's funny because Passwall is an hour per level and you can... Oh, it's two times per week, not day. Okay. Because I was thinking, you would be able to just always have it. I mean. (laughs) All right. So anyway, you're going to go pick her up and go back through? Yeah. Okay. All right. So you go over to pick up uh, Omen, and she doesn't put up any fight, but do a reflex save.
0: Already.
1: There you go. Okay. All right. So, yeah, you go to pick up Omen, and then um, in a blink, the skeleton grabs your forearm and do a fortitude. No, do a will save. Sorry.
3: You're probably the best amongst us to survive one of those.
1: No, oh, an automatic failure. No. <laughs> I spoke Thanks, to Jess. you. Yep. Yep. You're welcome. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You so, <laughs> uh, yeah. So you go to pick up a an Omen, and that, that skeleton's hand just clasps over your forearm. And, uh, you know, the head turns to look, and then the, the gems in the eye sockets, they flare bright and, uh, you know, bright enough to hurt your eyes. And, um, like in a split second, you start seeing like a, um, well, it seems to be like thousands of years flashing before your eyes um, of of this person's existence uh, flashing before your eyes. So some of it is familiar based on what you've just read, but, you know, there's a lot more to it. Um, and then about around this time, um, it'll be about morning, Rohan. Okay. So you wanted to do another search...
3: Well, yeah, just kind of spending my watch looking for any sign of his passing in any direction.
1: All right, do another um, survival.
3: Since we're doing it for so long, can I take a 20 on it?
1: Yes, sir.
3: That would put me at a
0: 42. I believe elves get bonuses to it in Pathfinder, too.
3: Uh, well, I don't have any bonuses on it, but
0: it's only when taking a 20 it's cuz we're uh, we actually take more time and then i guess there were two points that
3: um depend on whether or not we're technically underground in my favored terrain
1: yeah i mean that i think that would qualify here
3: yeah, it just gives me a plus 2 but all right so any else um i don't see anything about searching or survival for els mm Maybe See, plus two is. on
0: perception, but... Could have been one of the uh, alternate ones. One of the variants. Yeah.
3: Um, so, yeah, it'll be a 42.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, there it is. Alternate racial trait. Uh, uh. Plus two racial bonus when taking a 20 on skill checks. This elf replaces elven magic and keen senses.
1: All right. So, Rohan, um, it's doing all that search, um, looking around. Um, you you learn first of all that if you travel if you go to the edge of this shelf up against the wall uh there are actually there is actually a path that goes down it, it winds around seemingly as far as you can see anyway it winds around the outside wall okay um it's just it's very difficult to see even knowing it's there and uh you're not um sure exactly what this effect is, whether it's magical or just the genius of the stonework vers- with the, the light that comes in or whatever, but but there is a path that go down. But also because, you, because of the time you took with it and how hard you were looking, you do find uh, a portion of the wall that has some very faint scratches on it that seem out of place with the rest of it. Okay. Give them a taste. <clears throat> um, like about the, you know, it seems to you they'd be with the space in between them and the length of them, you know, probably an average or probably a how like a cat. Okay. Scratch, but maybe a large rat, something
3: like that. I'll toss on detect magic and see if there's any magic going on around here. Okay. More looking for Casimir's weird you know, stone melding ability than really anything else. Yeah, I'm just kind of poking at the wall like, Casmir, are you in there?
0: Oh no, you gotta taste the uh, cat scratches to make sure you know what they are. You know, like how you test uh, or you taste blood. So that uh, way you know yeah, it's blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why cops like taste the cocaine and heroin. Man, there was one episode of Cops where that <laughs> chick was just like scrubbing it all over her teeth. She wasn't testing it at yeah. all. <laughs>
1: All right, so let's see. Detect magic, and the aura for pass wall, uh, transmutation, and pass walls level uh, five. So that would have been a moderate.
0: Oh man, I'm not able to knock you out or make you go blind or anything. With how how,
1: and a moderate. It is a moderate aura would last for. 26 minutes which is one in this case so so yeah you don't see any Okay, you don't detect any auras alright Um. so
3: yeah I'll just kind of keep that in the back of my mind as I continue searching and waiting for the others to wake up or before it's time for them to wake up okay
1: well anyway that's the time
0: you think Fenrith does uh, snake handling with his morning prayers mm. <laughs> No. He's a little uh, more like clean cut. Well,
3: it's also Corlon Lorethian. Yeah. So if anything, I I, I think. Orc handling? Like, well.
0: <laughs> Everyone just passing around I mean, frenzied orcs. <laughs> like
3: maybe orc intestines. Yeah. That's how he does his divination is he has to gut an orc and then check its bowels. Mm. You know, old school Bible style
4: like to think that it's more uh either just like quiet contemplation or uh dancing around mm. depending on the environment. quiet <laughs> yeah, I could see the yeah so yeah no, I, I... no sound just uh <laughs> just the movement yeah.
0: <laughs> interpretive dance
2: you line the inside of your underclothes with poison ivy and you have to make no noise throughout the day mm. That's what Corallon wants. It's not ill matter he worships. It's I I know, that's but them. gods, you know, they're like, you want to have a good time? No. Mm-mm. Do something uncomfortable
0: instead. See that boulder? Go push it up a hill. Right. That's their thing. They even make other gods do that. I always have the best
2: response to people when they're like, I don't get why God's such a butt. And I'm like, dude, you ever play Sims? Mm. Now you get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You would have children die of, never mind, <laughs> um, <laughs> if they were Sims. Dude,
3: In all fairness, I tried to keep my children alive when I played Sims. I drowned them in just the pool a pool. It was just a
2: never-ending. I, <laughs> I don't think the kids would die, though.
0: Why did you, who was it that you sounded sort of like, I drowned them in a pool. Uh, oh, it's uh, it's one of the Samuel L. Jackson's, isn't it? I forget. <laughs> He's like testifying or something. Oh, right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that kind of start out normal to a. Uh raised voice at the end oh
0: man yeah i just remember travis making tom petty sim and then having like a secret art room like down a long corridor towards the edge of the property and he would just go back there i think for some reason he was always laughing and just carving (laughs) stuff yeah travis wasn't laughing the the sim was (laughs) even though it would be probably just as creepy
2: (laughs) the gods are just bored dude (laughs) Well, they got a complex physics engine and it's a good sandbox for them to play in. Yeah. And uh, you can only do like the follow the rules for so long. Time to yeah, start bending like, it, see where it breaks. That's what's no, cool is there about games. Way we with can physics. jump to the game
3: where it's not like a preteen douchebag.
2: <laughs> nah, I still do that. What? <laughs> what are you talking Nobody ages out of that. <laughs> But I do... There are some people who don't like that. So maybe if they become gods, they won't do that. Like, I remember playing Halo, you know, the multiplayer back in the day, which primarily you're supposed to kill each other. Yeah. But we got caught in a loop of... I think it was like shooting the rocket at the Warthog when it was coming at Mm. you, and it would really rocket it up in the air. Yeah. And most of us who were playing at the time were having a good time. (laughs) But I remember glancing over at Brandon, who was still like... (laughs) focused on the game and he'd kill us <laughs> if we got where he was like uh, real quick he, he didn't seem like he was enjoying that <laughs> wait what was this sorry i was i don't know we we had been playing a lot of Halo, so we some of us were messing around because we were like oh the the thing isn't really fun right now so we were just shooting a rocket like at a charging warthog or something like that and it would hit it and it would launch the warthog really high Mm. And we were, we were like busting up laughing, and I just glanced over at you.
1: And I didn't have time for fun, did I? I was focused. No.
2: Well, I knew that. Yeah, I knew that. You were like <laughs> some man of focus. <laughs> you guys done playing around? Yeah. <laughs> we got a mission here. Yeah, we can't be playing games in this here game. Yeah,
0: yeah. if we'd focused, we might have realized that like plasma stuns the crap out of you, right. and we wouldn't got our <laughs> <when> we wouldn't got <laughs> bent over a barrel when we went to that damn. Uh, <laughs> contest. No,
2: instead we knew that if you shot a rocket at the right time it really sent the warthog flying up. Yeah. I
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, but they didn't seem to care about that. <laughs> oh man. Yeah.
1: Alright, so anyway, you wake up your companions. So you guys are waking up from your sleep now, ready to, you know, and time to get ready to get up and get at it. But Casimir's still not there.
3: So i Show the others what I found as far as, like, the scratches in the stone, which is odd. What do you think they're from? I honestly have no idea. It's because he hasn't given them a taste. They appear to be from an ordinary house cat. But how an
2: ordinary house cat managed to scratch stone, I don't know. Well, we know a house cat that just appears when you least expect it. Yeah. Maybe amongst (laughs) his abilities is... Scoring stone with his claws.
0: Also, when Graham was level one, it dealt, what was it three damage to him? And yeah. damn, near eviscerated him. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: <he> <laughs> That's true. I remember joking about I it. I think it attacked me as well. I think you were the only one that didn't get attacked by it.
0: Oh, yeah. And look what it did. It betrayed me to a skeleton. <laughs> yep. So what are we going to do, though? Well,
3: I also found this path over here that goes down into the city. Or
2: whatever's down there Seems kind of like the whole reason we're here Is because of Casimir Yeah <laughs> But if Casimir were here he would say The mission takes precedence Forget about <laughs> Casimir Let's well, continue the mission
3: <laughs> Another option we have Is I do have this scroll with me
2: Of Passwall Well let's try it Okay. Uh,
0: also you don't have the soul That's right Unless you did steal it, Graham. Did you? You son of a...
2: Is it an item? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's basically, I picture it like a materia. So, like, it kind of would work like one, potentially. I could probably, like, slot it into my trident and summon the soul of uh, Tarselis.
2: No, I only knew the gist of it from what you said when we set out. Like, Mm. the reason we were doing it, I didn't know. I thought it was, like... A key item. wasn't picture, actually in, in, in your inventory. I just
0: picture any time, like, we're not looking at Graham, our bags of holding are actually off of our belt, and he's got, like, his head stuffed in him, holding his breath, looking around.
2: Oh, I'm not a good rogue, because most often I'm putting things from my inventory into the bag of holding so I can make my <laughs> weight limit. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, let's try that thing. Is yeah. Fenrith awake, or is he still praying?
0: He's rubbing poison oak into his
2: eyes. <laughs> I'll this need
4: a little bit me. of time to, to pray so I can get spells today.
2: Oh, it itches grim, but if you don't scratch it, it won't get any worse. <laughs> His eyes are all
0: watering. Praise be to Corallon, lower <laughs> at the <head. laughs>
1: Okay. Um,
0: cats being cats. I hate
1: those things. Casimir. So, basically uh you you had the cliff cliff's notes version when you read but now you're getting um the full and complete uh version including the knowledge that this that what is happening here was uh something that this person did he set up specifically just for just for you not you but for somebody who approached to um pass on the knowledge that he knew was fading from his uh mind as sanity slipped away so this person was uh named um L A T H L E or L A E R I L uh Lauren Ellis was his last name he was a uh, elf of high station Back in the day, um, um, a man of great importance, mostly due to his understanding of magic. Uh, He was a wizard. Anyways, um, so you're flashing through basically all the things that he, you know, he concocted a spell that would um, impart this knowledge to whoever came and got within arm's reach. Because when everything was happening and the world was being split in order to save it for a time um tarcellus his part to play in this was he also had to leave it was um the the concept was that the presence of the gods themselves would grant enough power to the enemy to allow them to do what they wanted to do so all of the gods had to leave and by that we mean enter into a endless sleep until such a time as they could be woken by heroes if such a time would ever come which everybody had faith would um so this man his um he was charged with the protection of the city to keep it from being despoiled and sacked and ransacked to keep thieves out and also most importantly to protect uh, the resting place of tarcellus um and so one second here. Um so anyways, it, he was an archlich. And basically, you know, an archlich was um the elves had a different name for him. Uh norn was the elven name for it, so that's that's what he was. And this was a um this was a, a lich quite similar to others except for that you know it's it, they weren't evil and their their abilities weren't based in evil and they didn't come upon it through evil and so there were times in the ancient stories that the uh celdarine would grant someone this power and you know that there was uh um e- elion parnellis was that elf that he grew tired of these are other visions you've had, but he he thought he should have that and they wouldn't give it to him. And uh so he started going about finding his own way to turn into a lich. But the but this this one here in the room with you um was the real deal, given given this power by the seldarine and uh charged with the defense of uh Nivalura and Tarcellus's body. So through this flash um, you're getting, you know, a whole thousands of thousands of years of life story all in a blink of an eye. So, you know, a lot of it passes by without you understanding what you're saying, but you can, you get the general idea. You see battles without count. Uh, you see, you know, him w- wielding powerful magics and in defense of his people and stuff towards the end, though, what you're getting sort of slows down a bit. And this is where, Uh, Much to his surprise, he learns that while, you know, being a Bel Norn, you know, does make him immune to death and uh, disease and all of those things that are um, that mortals suffer, insanity is not not one that that he's protected from. And in in his in these flashes, you're getting his knowledge that oftentimes, even with the evil liches, that's what ev- eventually takes them out um, because o- over time uh, they start to lose their grip on reality, and then you know they'll turn into something even worse. Like um, uh, what what was the name of the what's the name of the just the floating head lich? I want to say it's a demi lich. Yeah, demi lich. Yeah, right. That's a result of their loss of sanity where in their case they become so intensely focused on one specific thing that they forget all the others and then their energy sort of just dissipates and pretty soon they remain you know powerful but without the uh higher mind to to drive them to achieve goals and they they end up basically being a, a program that carries out a single function like kill anybody who approaches and uh And he was surprised to learn that he's not immune to that sort of thing. So much time has passed by, um, that he started to feel his sanity slip away. And so he put some things into motion to pass on his, his knowledge and his story to whoever might come along. And that turns out to be you. So what, anyway, the most interest, one interesting thing that you pick up right away is that, uh, he's he was extremely powerful so the people and things that came to trespass he generally had no problem dispatching them but the problem is that it's a big city and uh, and eventually it got to be where they you know trespassers could come from so many different directions that doing it by himself even though you know he obviously doesn't have a need for sleep or anything uh doing it by himself just wasn't feasible so he began to uh um turn the the things that he had destroyed uh you know into undead bent to his will with the command being to defend the city from trespassers and uh you know so at the end of this you can get sort of a bit of um like a a, apology a regret you know as this knowledge is relayed to you like basically a warning there's a whole bunch of dangerous stuff out there and uh, there's nothing i can do about it <laughs> so if you're you know if you're here with good intentions uh you, you might want to make sure you're well armed mm-hmm. and so basically you learn that you know the only way to the only way to stop all these various things of different sorts is to destroy them or to wake up tarcellus and when tarcellus awakes he's not going to tolerate these things in his city and he'll just simply make them leave.
0: mm Um, yeah. I'll, uh, is he still moving or is he back to, uh,
1: no, now, now once again, it's like it was before, you know, uh, just sitting there and well, uh, now that all of the, uh, information's been imparted to you, you know, as a fact, matter of fact, now that all the information has been imparted to you, uh, the skeleton begins to crumble and fall to the floor.
0: Well, I'll uh say uh thank you, was it Leth lathril uh yeah, for your Lathliro. warning and your hard uh, or your your long watch and I'll uh start trying to figure out a way to get out of here because I don't got passwall for however many days. I think it's like six.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, so Rohan, Fenrith, Graham, what are you guys doing?
2: Rohan's going to try something. Yep.
3: I got this scroll of passwall I got at some point, and I don't remember when, but I'll try using it on the area where it had the cat scratches. Okay. So um, what do you think would happen if Casimir had melded with the stone right there when I use the spell that gets rid of the stone?
1: Well, Well, it would be destroyed. It would kill me. Yeah. Oh. Depends on
2: who's your game master. <laughs> hey, hold on a sec, you're talking to me. Here. I think
0: I'd also be junted, but I'd be junted out dead.
2: The way magic works for me is I just try it. Yeah. And that's how I find
1: out. Let's let's do that. And hope nothing bad happens. So, um now wait, before anybody does anything, your passwall is gone, you said? Well... Because it should last for like 14 hours.
0: Yeah, it should. So I don't know if I still see it, but I know they haven't for some
1: reason. So. You do okay. still see it. Because Passwall actually makes an opening. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah is it so, like five feet by eight or something?
1: Yeah, five by eight. You still see that. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, so, um, man, I don't know if I should loot him. He is dead. What would Graham do?
1: Uh. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... In this case, and I mean, you can do whatever you choose to do, but that, uh, you know, based on all that knowledge imparted to you, if he fully expected that whoever came would, would take his belongings and, and he hoped that it would be somebody with good intentions, but.
0: All right. So if he's given permission, I'm good with it. Then, uh, I will, uh, do that. I'll begin putting them into the, uh, bag of holding. And I will also take his book and try to bind it as best as I can, so the pages don't scatter, okay, and put that into the bag of holding as well with the intent of binding it at some other point, okay, adding it to our library
1: all right yeah i'll um I'll put it in your inventory. Thank you.
0: And then I'll uh go to walk out.
1: Do you have knowledge?
2: I have some knowledge. <laughs> Any knowledge?s
3: <laughs> I have knowledge: engineering, knowledge geography, and knowledge nature. I see. And next level, I need to get some arcane knowledge. Very nice.
0: Yeah, I need to get uh, planes and history.
1: All right, that's in your inventory now. All right, thank you. All right, so as soon as you go through that, and you're gonna, and you're going through the opening,
3: mm-hmm.
1: right? As soon as you like step into it. Um, out of the room and into the tunnel that you created. You can see Rohan and uh, these guys standing outside. They don't see it like you, you know, based on the where they're looking, they don't see you, but you can see them just fine. All right,
2: but you're getting nervous because Rohan appears to have a scroll in his hand and he's asking Graham for advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i And uh... pointing at the wall where you are now. Yeah, I'll uh. No, <laughs> His hands pop out
3: Well, I don't know what I did, but it worked
2: Steel grips your wrist <laughs>
0: Actually, that might be an apt description for Casimir's strength
1: yeah. yeah, so Casimir steps out of the wall right in front of you Provoking an attack of opportunity from all three of you Which you have to take just, said. just okay.
3: I only have fists that I can attack with, with an attack of opportunity, so.
0: All right, so I get to trip Rohan. (laughs) Yeah. Graham, for some reason these days, always has a knife in his hands.
3: So, Graham, I also have this wand of hold person that is heightened in my possession for some
2: reason. You want me to use it? Would you like that? (laughs) Yeah, I could use it can't remember. Can I dual wield wands or is that a special feat?
0: I'll say it's a feat if you want to use them both at the same time. Son of a gun. Like in the same round.
2: Right. All I might right. actually look into that. Since we switched to go. Pathfinder, I had more feats than I planned. One of hold person is in the party sheet
3: for group inventory. Wait, I thought I had those bracers.
2: Oh, we found a duplicate method. Nope, I had bracers over a tree. That's
3: right. we were going to give the bracers to the Rock. Rock, yeah. How many charges
2: are on that one?
3: I have never used it, so I don't know. Have you identified
2: it? Yeah.
3: I should have told you, right?
2: When did we get I it prior to switching to
1: Pathfinder? I
3: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly have no recollection of when I picked up a wand. But...
1: um, it's uh, It's got 50 charges. Okay.
3: For all I know, Brandon could have put it in my inventory as a joke.
2: <laughs> oh, this will get him <laughs> Hot diggity day He'll try and use it and it
3: will backfire and immobilize him.
0: It's actually the charges from Graham's wand of healing <laughs> Made manifest
3: Yeah Heal someone but bind them in place for a certain length of time That sounds like a no gnomish trick
2: You're like uh, a chicken soup for the soul kind of hero prankster brandon you just trick people by giving them stuff they need yeah huh. <laughs> real highway to heaven type right <laughs> i
1: always thought that'd be pretty funny like if i was ever filthy rich like i'd play that kind of prank uh. but I like make a video where it's like in shadows and i'm explaining how evil this thing is i've done <laughs> be like this family was gonna lose their house and now because of me they won't like they won't
2: know what it's like
1: they to won't. live on this street. Yeah, They'll exactly. <laughs> be stuck in
0: that house forever, <laughs> making yeah. making memories.
2: Oh God, why are they still happy? <laughs> you just don't get it. Yeah. Like why are they? It was like
1: that like episode of South Park where Butters is uh, Professor Chaos, he, it was. I like that one. Yeah, Professor <laughs> Chaos. Okay. Yeah, and he, he's trying to bring the world to it, and he is through chaos. Like, uh, he goes to a restaurant, and the order's up, and he switches one bowl of soup for another bowl of soup. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, I like this kid. He's
3: Isn't it the same one where he tries to flood the world? Yeah, by turning, by turning, turning his hose on you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and then, then the
3: water company shows up yeah, and just turns it off. Turn
1: off. And then uh, he wanted to destroy the ozone layer, so he got a box of hairspray and goes <laughs> spraying. it yeah. Yeah. good one. Oh, yeah. All right. So anyway, Casimir walks out of the wall, and you guys are all together again. What do you do?
2: Well, I take a step back in surprise. So, ask him where he went.
3: Yeah, Casimir, where you been? You've been gone for quite a while.
0: Is Omen?
1: Uh, following me, or? Uh, yeah, she does. Uh,
0: She's at your heels. Omen woke me up, uh, towards, uh, the end of Graham's watch, and showed me this wall. Uh, I knew those Uh, scratches
3: looked familiar.
0: (laughs) Anyway, I encountered a lich inside the room, sealed off from the outside world. What's a lich? Roll your arcana. I don't have it. Then I cannot explain it to you. (laughs) And I apologize for your idiocy.
1: (laughs) Roll your arcane. What? I don't know what you're talking about.
0: A powerful caster of the arcane type that has bound their soul to another object and keeps them perpetually living. You cannot kill one unless the uh, the fetter has been destroyed as well.
3: Okay. What did he want?
0: Uh, Apparently to show me that ahead lies... Many dangerous enemies that were once bound under his control, but also show me that this was his mission was to protect the city, and he has done a very good job if the vision holds true. Hmm. Also, magical items, and I'll...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, did you want to search through that room to find them all?
0: Oh, man. Uh, Because you did see a lot of different auras in there. Is my passwall now visible to them, or...?
1: Uh no, they. You guys just. It seems to you like it just appears out of the wall. Can I see my passwall? You can. Yeah, it's not clear to you why, but you can.
0: Anyway, I grabbed what items I could of his, but there were more. The entire room was aglow with with the powerful auras of various magic. Uh, you're more than welcome to use my passwall and go investigate. What passwall? touch
1: yeah so his arm just sort of phases through the stone there
3: okay I'll try pushing there and
1: yeah so then you you too you put your arm through and it's you know you still can't see so it looks to you like your you know arm is cut off at the foot you know at the elbow but
0: before we set off I'll begin to uh, identify these if you guys or if you wish to raid his what would it be study his study
1: yeah well
0: I suppose we should try and see if
3: there's anything in there that might assist us in passing through the city
0: do not if it is possible disturb the remains that were left on the chair if any of them still remain Graham you stay here
4: oh what did he uh, <laughs> what did he show you though what all did he show you I know you said there's enemies in ahead
0: a thousand lifetimes Venrith <laughs> Oh. Which seems to be a running thing with this with my characters.
4: <laughs> then we have everything we
0: need. Yeah. But anyway, I'll go sit by uh, my bedroll and begin identifying them.
1: Yeah. So, well, let's play it out. Let's go in the room and right. and we'll find out what f- stuff you find. So.
3: Yeah. So yeah, I'll put on detect magic and head in into the room.
1: So, so you you grabbed some already is what you're saying? Did you grab the ones he had on him? Yeah,
0: like, I grabbed his uh, was it his staff, his circlet.
1: Yeah, he had a staff, a uh, circlet, robes, two rings, and
0: I might have left the robes because I don't know how I could get those. Yeah. Without like disturbing his.
1: No, you couldn't. Like okay. he he basically just like turned into a pile of dust, so you'd have to shake him off. Of his yeah, his I, that's bone a little too ro- rude for yeah for
0: me. So I would have left his uh, his robes.
1: Okay. All right, and then are you guys going to go in, or just some of you, or what? Yeah, I'll head in. I'll smack I'll stay Graham
0: every chance I get, but I won't disturb a
2: dead thing. Right. Okay. <laughs> ah, <a, laughs> uh, man. Good old days. <laughs> <laughs> he was like... <laughs> oh, never
1: mind. <laughs> uh. Okay. Alright. Alright, so Casimir, we'll start with you. Um so you had let's see, we'll start with what the staff. We'll start with the staff. Alright. Let me find it here. I need to
0: get uh what's it uh his name's Xenos in Final Fantasy 14, but he has like a rotating barrel of swords that he's taken off of people. Uh. I need that for my staves. <laughs>
1: All right, so that is
3: just randomly pick one, yeah. That could be fun. Every time we go up against enemy, you just randomly roll and say, Which one is gonna be
0: your death? and it will be staff of uh prismatic spray. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> it's gonna take a while. It's that
3: weird one, is like staff of wondrous. No, no, I'm thinking of the wand. They roll like a 1d100 and weird things happen. Yeah, like the gems where it deals 100 damage one point at a time. Yeah. Dang it. Staff of swarming insects. That does not sound like a fun way to die. Well, if it's like the spell, it's not. Has <laughs> one summon swarm and three insect plagues. Party sheet.
2: <laughs> got to get this Eldritch Conduit. A- All right,
1: so... Um, Casimir, that staff, as it turns out, is um, staff of the scout. And I'll put this into your inventory here. All right. No. No, I won't. <laughs> it's not in here. Okay. All right, so I'll make it as an item later. All right. For some reason it's not in, but I'll put it in your inventory here. And that is five pounds. And that staff, um, you know, it's obviously a, a wooden staff. And it allows uh no direction with for one charge, pass without trace for one charge, and summon nature's ally one for two charges. All right. And then a circlet you said? That's right. We'll do the circlet. All um, right. There we go. Okay, that one is yeah that one is the let me make sure it's in the game before i No. yeah that one is the circlet of rapid casting Hmm. and i'll put that in your inventory that um every day it has three charges and so you spend a charge allows you to cast a single spell as part of the same swift action you use to activate the circlet and um as long as it's a cast spell, the casting time of no longer than one act, one standard action. Awesome. I'll put that into your inventory. Thank you. Then uh, let me make sure that that's identified. It is okay. And there were rings too, right? Yeah. There's one and
0: two. Fingers crossed on those. I've been missing a ring forever.
3: is it on his hand? Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. You want to
0: No. No, it's uh, proven it's worth uh, countless times
1: Yeah,
2: being out
0: there.
1: Okay, so the first one is a Ring of Arcane Might. Okay. Sounds promising. Mm. So put that in your inventory there. It's a plus one bonus to Arcane Caster Level for the purpose of spell penetration checks, caster level checks, and all level-based variables of any Arcane spells you cast. Mm. And then the other ring. Yeah, I got to make sure that one's in. All right, so that should be in there. Yeah. Okay. How was that not in there? No. All right. Yeah, there it is. So that one's a ring of wizardry three. All right. I'll put that in your inventory there. Okay. And then um, you would have grabbed. So you got the staff, the two rings, and the circlet. What else did you grab?
0: Uh, that's all I grabbed unless you had like an amulet.
1: uh yeah, there was an amulet. All right uh what have got that? uh there you go. All right, Let me roll my piece all right, so that one is the let me make sure.
0: That ring wizardry is pretty all right. What's it do? Doubles my, or doubles the wearer's uh, arcane third level spell slots. Nice. Each mm. each it goes up to four. Each one doubles the its number. So we'll, level one doubles all level ones. Yeah.
3: So I know that that's
0: fireball. What else is? Uh, some good ones from three. am gonna say is on there too, right? Uh, haste, invisibility, flame arrow. Are the ones that I have prepared right now. So, it's not a bad, uh...
3: uh... Third level's right when they start getting good.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, so then the amulet is a amulet of magecraft, and I'll put that in there. I'll have to make that one later, too. I, must, right. I must not have one of the...
3: Ooh, Dispel Magic is third level, too.
1: all right so that's in there and that one is a so for uh, a universalist wizard who selects um let's see so this one it would be like if a universalist wizard selected this as a bonded object Mm. then they could choose one school of spells each day when they prepare And they can use the necklace to spontaneously convert any prepared wizard spell of that school into any other wizard spell. Oh, dude, that's so freaking useful. Of that school that he knows. It must be of the same level or lower. Um, So that's what that one is. And I'll, I'll make it and put it in the game.
0: All right. Unfortunately, it's useless for me, but we might be able to do something with it.
3: Aren't you a universalist?
0: I'm a universalist, but it's not my bonded object. My trident is.
3: Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Can't you switch? I think I just remake my trident <laughs> if, like, anything happens to it.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I thought you had the option of um, changing with, like, a, some sort of a ritual. and.
1: All right. So, um, now, Rohan, were you going into the room?
3: Yeah, I was going to go see if there was All right, so... anything useful to help fight the defenders of the...
4: City
1: Graham and Fenrith, what were you guys doing? Just hanging back. All right, then make a perception test.
4: Yeah, I was and hanging back.
1: Me or them? Them. Okay. Okay, so Graham. All right, so uh, yeah, Ron, you're going in to check on that, and Casimir, you're identifying this stuff by your bedroll there. So your attention's occupied. But Graham and Fenrith, you guys are standing out there, you know, just looking around, keeping an eye out for things. And uh, a couple of things happen. First of all, um, is it starts raining from like 10 feet above your head because you're in a cloud. So, uh, you know, it starts this drizzle and uh, the wind starts blowing in um, and it's sort of loud. But you also hear uh, an odd sound approaching from out in the mist. Um, it's hard to determine what it is, but it's definitely approaching and getting louder.
2: Well, I'll glance over at Fenris and confirm he's hearing that, too. And uh, since Casimir's just sitting at where his bedroll was, I'll be like, Hey, Casimir, heads up. Something's coming.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll wave. I'll kind of just... Wave at Graham to leave me alone and keep identifying.
2: <laughs> I'll wave back, I'll, and then uh, uh, I'll get my thing ready. Yeah, I'll
4: Graham. Maybe you I should like... uh, go warn Rohan.
2: <laughs> no, I just waved. <laughs> he's used okay, to that's, it. That's her. the only way he's waved at me. I think that that's how they taught him. Wizard wave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right, let me get, get a map up here. All right, and then, um, all right, so, you know, Casimir waves you off, and you guys are looking out and, uh, you know, over the uh, expanse out there into the mist. Mm-hmm. But um, when you finally see what's making that sound, it's uh, some creature fl- um flying out of the mist about you know 20 feet up and 30 feet out. Um, and so I'll, a, I'll uh, give you a description of it here one day. So, yeah, it looks like
3: it cannot be changed, the bonded object. it Once a wizard makes this choice, it is permanent and cannot be changed.
0: Which is weird because it still says, like, if the item's replaced, it, like, because uh, you can add powers to your bonded items if you have the appropriate feats that if the items replace the bonded uh or the bonded item loses its its powers that you added to it uh like later on down there but yeah like yeah i thought it was permanent so
3: yeah
1: right so this thing you've seen before you've seen a creature like this before it's seemingly carved out of a dark stone um and it's got these horns and sharp teeth and wings and it's uh, flapping those wings as it approaches you. Um, this one is um, holding a a longbow, you know, so it's got a quiver and it's got a bow. And uh, it's flying out there in your direction, pulling that arrow from the quiver and knocking it. So that's what you see. I throw my dagger at it. Roll Instead, initiative. It was 20 feet
2: up and 20 feet out. 30 feet out.
3: All of us, including... Me, who's in the room, or just
1: uh, uh, you go ahead and roll it in case
0: okay, you should ask if uh, it, oh, it knows yes. uh, That's that a good one
1: start.
2: that yes.
0: one gargoyle you were friends with, natural one.
2: Oh, right, uh, Come up. natural one. was his name.
0: You didn't get a natural one,
2: Casimir. <laughs> I'm you just congratulating a, you, you got a 19,
0: <laughs> but yeah, you know, hey, do you know like uh. Whatever. No,
2: I changed his name. It was something, but I thought I heard something else. Mm. It was like Tanith.
0: I was going to just call him Joe Bob.
2: What was his name? Tenneth? Tenig. Tenig. Or Fennig. It was either Tenig or Fennig, and I changed it from one to the other. But yeah, see if uh, they know each other. Tenig? Where's your dress?
0: (laughs) It looks so good on you.
1: Yeah, so this one, um, you know, look, looks alike in the in that it's the same species, but. Um, I like how you're identifying scrolls and you go before I
2: do. <laughs> Sorry, man. are worthless.
0: You're too well, busy waving back. Uh, this is actually something Casimir cares about.
2: <laughs> well, especially if he's going to give me an anime style wave off.
1: That's it for warnings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but this one's like wearing armor and you know, who's vindictive now? Right. That's it. uh
0: yep, I'm teaching you well. It only overprocs for Casimir though. <laughs> I'm just saying he has a bias.
2: No. no. Fenris is trying to beat me up because I was trying to steal his armor while I was under the control of a evil wizard. You struck me. Because I was crying because our masters died.
0: I think one is more deserved <laughs> than the other. I disagree. You shouldn't have been crying. Crying's okay. <laughs>
1: That's
2: your problem. Not That's enough. why you're going to become a lich. Not in the middle. <laughs> not
0: in the middle of the woods <laughs> while we're being hunted. It's not okay.
1: All right. So then.
0: Besides, who doesn't want to take Fenris' armor? It's all the time. It got nose nice. in the air. They take him down a couple pegs by turning him into a lich. <laughs>
2: We're all liches. <laughs> I'll have to put my phylactery in the bag of holding.
0: Oh, man. I hate those damn parties. That's like the ultimate lich answer is <laughs> you take your phylactery, bag of holding, double bag of holding. Now no one can find it.
2: <laughs> it was just because uh, I can't carry it, but I suppose they don't carry it anyways.
0: Yeah. They just leave it. They leave it. You know, some carry it with them, I guess, but
2: a puzzle room.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But it's like only the first lich. You you want to be the first lich that the party encounters, right? And then you can wear your phylactery. After that, you gotta ditch it. And every it, then you gotta like warn warn the whole lich network. Hey guys, <laughs> they know about phylacteries. Gotta ditch them.
2: You remember Douglas? Yeah? yeah. How's he doing? Not so good.
0: <laughs> think he's dead. <laughs> but we're liches. <laughs> <laughs> Skeletor a Lich.
2: I don't know. What is Skeletor?
0: Does he have magical powers? I think he does, right? Mm Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since I watched that show. Yeah. I think I was watching it when it was still new. (laughs) I haven't watched the new new Skeletor is an
2: immensely powerful lich. No. Says Game Masters Stash. Who do what do they know? Yeah. Probably a lot more than I do. But they're they're saying he's got capabilities equivalent to a clay golem. Hmm.
0: Well, he is kind of meaty. Maybe it's clay.
2: He carries his havoc staff at all times, allowing him to channel blasts of force as a 10th level warlock at will.
0: So basically a ring of ram looks like uh Graham's kind of on the lich list.
2: <laughs> you taught me how to be this way. <laughs> I learned it from you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I'm not a lich, Graham. (laughs) It's how you acted. It's the thought that matters.
2: Our, our island will still make us heroes. Mm -hmm. I think they're like a commune where everybody gets to be a hero. Hmm you know we just think we're the only four but everybody is the hero something
0: it's that damn mare. like it's finally catching up to her she's (laughs) like you the hard-working farmers of cradle are the true heroes and then she Uh, turns around calm
2: down calm down (laughs) people let's hear what the hero of pouring milk very slowly into jugs has to say
0: (laughs) I object to the. I object to the hero of turning. butter. We need to
1: make that character now. It's the B team. The hero
0: of butter churning. I object. To
1: his mere precedence. Yeah. It's an interesting.
2: We're all heroes here. Well, that was the thing. He could, that was the only hero test he could pass. So, what are our
0: what are our chances of recreating? Uh, the humans ending on warcraft 3 we rode out it. as heroes and we returned as conquering liches <laughs> sounds fun to me
2: <laughs> look it's the heroes of evil <laughs> we've been waiting for you guys to pass the test under this under the mayor's uh
0: guiding hand that that is a thing that would right. happen, right yeah was sounds good to me so would we just go do evil in other lands <laughs> yeah. would we still be bound to protect cradle i think that would work right
2: yeah she'd still somehow manage to shame us if we actually <laughs> tried to do horrible things to her our... really
0: <laughs> killing and raising the helpless villagers
2: we've you... got a nice thing going on here
0: oh dude she's like um oh man what is it the uh uh bioshock Shouldn't you be elsewhere, raising their... (laughs) Would you kindly go to the Empire and raise their people as uh, undead?
2: Uh, yeah. (laughs) The hero of really loud stretching
1: noises. (laughs) I I don't know why I didn't think... You did, dude. (laughs) This is all you're doing. Good job, B. I'm gleaning
2: this from... I'm like, I'm... He's I'm le- digging for the lore. Yeah. I'm the lore miner. I yeah. didn't put the lore there. He's <laughs> looking beneath
0: the surface, seeing those little nuggets that you've left. The glacier is all beneath the surface of the, the, of the water.
1: <laughs> Pouring milk oh, I like it.
3: Yeah, it was perfectly descriptive and specific.
0: Hero smacking their lips after each bite.
2: Yeah, it's kind of a joke on when they're handing ribbons out to a whole class, you know, and they have like custom names. <laughs> you know, you kinda of run out after you get to fifteen or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they just eventually say the name with kind of like a kind sounding voice. Here you yeah. go, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> the hero of getting kicked in the head by donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wait a minute. But what is our I'm The okay. Hero of the Sea. <laughs> so he's the
3: uh <laughs> hero of stealing friends stuff.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the hero of uh of um what's the, a bad death calls? That's Venrith. There was a the term for that time of death. Uh bad time of death judgment. Mm-hmm. The hero of denying he's a hero. Mm. <laughs> I didn't say we were heroes. Who said that? The It's literally your title, Casimir.
0: Hero of reluctance.
2: <laughs> I'm no hero.
0: I'm too cool to be hero. I'm going to sit over here and cross my arms, not show up at this dinner they're throwing.
2: Heroes, they're not even real. Yeah. Oh, uh, it says right on your armor.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you better read it real good.
2: <laughs> Live, laugh, love? Oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Callback humor. Uh oh. Hero Tree Moss. <laughs> uh, hero of the Light Tower, I guess he would be.
0: Uh, the Broken Light Tower, to make it sound <laughs> real cool. Uh, Rohan, Hero of the Broken Tower. If you throw a couple more in there, the Seven Broken Towers. Make it the Spires. We got Shadowrun suddenly.
3: Yeah, you got to make it the Shining Broken Tower. hmm Because, yeah. Make the lighthouse sound as grand you as possible. Make it the in. of
0: the broken beacon, but we might have a little too many bees at yeah. night. The shattered beacon that,
3: that does fit like the alliteration.
0: Mm. I like it. I do dub you now, Rohan of Shattered Beacon, hero of the Shattered Beacon. Ah, so Omen almost killed two of us when we were starting out. So. Is she a hero too? Yeah. <laughs> Cause she almost put an end to our horrible <laughs> slaughter.
2: <laughs> Half our, our hit points gone and a go <laughs> at least mine. I that was kind of the joke. Cause you were like thinking of wounds as percentage of hit points yeah. loss, you know, but in the early levels when you take like two or three, especially if you're a rogue or a wizard or
0: yeah, like that's like uh, an actual like dangerous beast, like latching on and raking a couple times. <laughs>
2: Yeah, because I was a rogue with negative constitution modifiers starting out then, so I think I had five hit points.
3: So I think this sentence sums up Skeletor's abilities. Skeletor possesses an array of mystic powers that vary depending on the whims of the particular writer using him at the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Kind of same with He-Man, though. Yeah, because he has the power.
1: By is, the power. <laughs>
0: yeah, which oh, I think I'm going to start saying.
1: <laughs> by the power. Pouring milk into jugs very slowly. I have the power.
0: So what okay. So you got your milk jug pour, or your your slow milk pourer. <laughs> yeah. When he powers up, what does he change into? A cream separator. <laughs> no, no, not like his actual skill. But like Prince Eric becomes He-Man, right? He goes from weak little like twink to full on He-Man who I guess is probably also some sort of twink. (laughs) If you take what the writers were supposedly all talking about in the back rooms when they were making that show, what does the milk pourer become?
3: Maybe he just turns into one of those like birds that slowly tips over. Yeah, that just slowly tips over, then goes back up, and then slowly tips over. And so as he does that, the milk pours slowly, and then he goes Uh, back up. And I've been
2: fascinated with those things ever since Darkman. Yeah. (laughs) And I've never had one or seen one in real life. Uh, What about the ones that pick up the toothpicks? (laughs) Right.
1: All right. Can you guys see that map? Mm -hmm. Um, It's dark for me. It's dark. Yeah, Yeah. Give me a second.
0: I'll fix it. Oh, man. I see a monster. (laughs) How much of that do you think we're going to have to cut out?
2: I didn't hear anything, Ben.
0: No, just for time.
2: (laughs) Oh, no, I wasn't going to cut any of it. I think it's pretty solid. This is how lore gets expanded, Mm -hmm. as if you have a, a downtime moment. You just start thinking. The hmm. wizards of the coast, listen to us. We are a gold mine of ideas. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Insert your own adjective here for what kind of <laughs> ideas they are. I didn't say
3: they
0: were all good ideas.
2: I just right. said we
3: are a
0: gold mine of ideas. If all you want is
2: ideas,
3: that kind of is
0: gold. Sometimes it's fool's gold, though. Iron pyrite <laughs> looks just like the real thing.
2: Now I'm seeing stuff. Mm-hmm. I see a thing.
0: I like to think that I'm so absorbed in my identifying. Oh, now I see stuff.
2: It is absorbing. Sometimes I forget what it's like to be a wizard. I haven't played one in a while. but
0: Don't worry. I haven't played one in a while either. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: All right. So, yeah, Rohan, you're not aware of any of this because you're not in that room. So, But, um, so, so, we got about. 10 minutes here so everybody can see mm-hmm. yep. yep all right so uh the gargoyle is going to let fly an arrow uh actually more than one arrow at you graham
2: Duh.
1: and so both of these arrows miss but uh it shrieks at you you know um flapping its wings out there But, um, Casimir, so that brings us to you then. You look over and you can see this thing, this armored gargoyle with a bow shooting arrows at Graham.
0: Uh, Let's see. So depending on what round I am on, it takes three for me to identify an item, and I'll just continue. (laughs) Okay. I figure they got it. I mean, Fenris there, right?
1: Well, this would be after you have...
0: Oh, okay. I was still identifying.
1: This will be when you've finished identifying the, that last item.
0: All right, I'll uh, stand up and pick up my uh, my trident
1: then. Okay. And then, uh, Graham.
2: So already that new wand that um, Rohana had just given t- to me, maybe I already had it in my hands as I was looking it over, and I'll see how it does. It is hold person. Oh, think. it doesn't. I need hold monster. That's yeah. right. Uh,
0: I was figuring
2: you knew. I didn't know why. Well, I know. It's like I knew when you said it.
0: No, I was like figuring Graham might not know the difference between like old person and old monster.
2: Yeah, let's go with that. It wasn't (laughs) clarified and I don't have any arcane knowledge, so. This wand's broken. (laughs) And I'll cast it into the chasm once it fails. So I'll cast it at him.
1: Well, shouldn't it work?
2: Mm -mm. No. Because it only works on humans. Yeah, I think. No, it'll
1: work. One humanoid creature, oh, maybe they changed it. I swear it was. Oh, well, a... wait, so the gargoyle is a monstrous humanoid. If it says humanoid, it says humanoid.
0: I don't know, like that's one of those. Yeah. Like it, it used to be hold like hold person, hold monster, hold creature. Hold creature would work on everything that wasn't like immune, I believe. And then hold monster was for yeah. monsters. That
2: looks like he failed to save.
3: There's Hold animal, hold monster, and hold person.
2: Well, I applied the paralysis to him. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it works. I'm missing a step here, though. Hold on a second.
0: <laughs> Got to roll that. Uh, use magic device.
2: Yeah, use magic device, not speaker. There we go. Got what you needed.
3: I did it. Winged creature who is paralyzed cannot flap
2: its, it's wings. wings gets the fall so the duration on that is five rounds i think it's set up in there and they get the save well that, is that automated every round we'll see as a full round action. i think it
1: should be but yeah, I'll, I'll keep an eye on it okay yeah so you whip out this wand and abracadabra and uh suddenly <laughs> its wings stop and it goes still and plummets hold them
0: i'll oh, do that work out really nice for you, right. you just start stabbing
2: Right. Par- paralyzed, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to look at a way to pump up the save DC on it, but I'd have to, like, dip into a class for three levels that I'm not sure is approved.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that happens. That falls and then, you know, from um, drops ages. out of sight. And then uh, then that's that. But um, Fenrith, it'd be your turn. And you are starting to hear, now you hear a, a scratching, scraping sound coming from down there somewhere (laughs) and um he's got armor crabs
4: do like a how far away am i from the edge there
1: right where you are there
4: i'll move up to the edge and uh what perception or spot or just dark
0: nuking
1: so you move up to the edge and you don't need to do a perception or spot because you can see right as you get to the edge a uh a skeleton climbs up climbs up the wall and s- steps up onto the ground here which should uh, provoke an attack from you now this skeleton is armored and carrying uh so it's got like full plate armor and a, a and a long sword that it's carrying and um it seems to be more with it than a skeleton generally is but anyway you would have an opportunity there uh, for an attack as it climbs up there, if you're interested.
0: Yeah, me. Is it saying it will swallow our soul?
1: No. Oh. Now it doesn't speak English. Ah, dang it.
0: Right. I guess technically as, we're going into their city. So If this will
4: work, um, I'll use that Weapon Master ability and do uh, Greater Vital Strike.
1: Um, and then... You see another one crawl up in front of Graham. All right, so you're going to do greater vital strike?
4: Yeah, if it
2: hits.
1: It did hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Today, Junior. Duh.
2: So are we the ones who have to say we'll swallow your, their souls? I'll yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, everything sort
0: of seems upside down here. bunch of skeletons defending the city. I wonder if any of them read from a book. And that we're actually technically summoned here. That's how summons happen. All right. <laughs> nice.
1: All right. Yeah. So you strike out at that thing and you'll do 19 damage to it. And 12. And the 12. Yeah. Sorry. And, um, Graham, you would have an attack of opportunity against this one that crawled up in front of you. You see another one crawl up, um, to your right a little bit along the edge.
2: Well, I currently do not have. A weapon in my hand so I won't take it
1: and then you see another one further down Um so Rohan you're moving in so how did you want to look in the room for uh...
3: so I turned on my uh, detect magic hmm and so I was going to kind of look for auras did you describe okay so what? yeah
1: you walk down this pass wall right so you gotta like step into the rock And then once you do, you've got an opening, you know, 15 feet, um, this passageway 15 feet into a room that you can see up ahead. When you get in there, you've got a room where every single square inch of space on the walls is taken by bookshelves that have books on them. And then there's a desk and a, that has a, you know, various parchments and writing implements on it. And there's a large ornate chair in front of a fireplace you know, facing away from you and then a bed and a bedside table and a couple chests um, in the room. So do a perception for me though. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah. What I said was just to not disturb the remains that sit on the chair, but that he, uh,
1: yeah, which are not on the chair. Now okay. it's like on the ground in front of it. You can see a, a dusty robe. Okay. laying on the floor
0: yeah, but he was a, a hard-working and loyal servant to tarcellus
1: so so um
3: does that mean anything to me though
1: oh right and oh, i forgot it. to say there was also a portrait a large portrait above the fireplace of of tarcellus forgot to say that a really uh really well done painting of tarcellus standing on a snowy mountain peak but uh rohan so with that perception you get into the room you're looking around you look behind you to see the passageway you came through and um that's when you uh, as you're stepping into the room like you look behind you and you can see the skeleton that's in front of Graham. okay
0: i like to think you actually heard me wave Graham away and that's what alerted you like Graham would never disturb Casimir <laughs> when he's identifying magical objects. Something's not right.
1: All right. So you should okay. be able to see now, right? Yeah. All right. So you, so you're in the room though, not the, which is so you'd you'd need about you'd need twenty feet. feet to get back out, but you can see uh, a skeleton in front of Graham because of the the angle. That's the only one you see.
3: Of course, I decided to leave my skull-crushing undead mace at home Just this part.
0: Dull all the arrowheads, make it where they deal blunt damage.
3: Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'll uh, walk the 20 feet forward and then take one shot. Um, it looks like skeletons three and four are coming up and on Graham from the side. Yeah, so as you step out, then you can see the other ones. All right. Um so I'll try and hit one of the ones that, that's coming up on him rather than the one that he's actively fighting. Let's see yeah, I'm targeting dread skeleton three. I'll do one single shot at full. So this is two arrows using the multi
1: shot. Mm. Alright, let's uh looks like a hit. Okay. Not too bad. Alright, yeah, fifteen and fourteen damage. So these arrows puncture the armor there. And they're skeletons, and so, you know, arrows generally aren't the most effective, but you can definitely tell that you did some damage to it.
3: Yeah. Alright. So, yeah, that'll be my turn. Okay. I'll glance longingly back at the trove of magical
0: items.
1: (laughs) And then, um...
3: Wait for me.
0: (laughs) Uh, cue the Whitney Houston
3: yeah although mine's a little bit more pragmatic it'd be I, I'm thinking more along lines of um, it's a rich, pretty woman. Mm. yeah those
0: those are just street walkers that I'm buying <laughs> meant to be used Men and thinking. thrown aside. That's what magic items are to Rohan.
2: <laughs> best in slot everything else is trash. <laughs> you, you guess you could say that to uh. They're there
3: for a purpose and then once their purpose is done, you go home
0: that's the Lord of the broken beak or the shattered Beacon. there. He just shatters everything and leaves <laughs> it by the roadside.
1: All right. And then you see, Uh Oh, give me one second and then we'll wrap it up here. Yeah. So after your shot, Rohan, there we are. Uh, you see a, uh, a flying, uh, r- rotted corpse. Um, And here on the map, I'll make it visible for you down here on the lower part of the map. And you guys had faced whites before, and that's what this looks like, but much different than the whites you've seen before. This one um, is flying. Uh, So this one is, let me get it on the, let's see, this one is 10 feet up in the air, uh, floating above the ground. And, uh, you know, this one's also armored. but. Um, you know the the armor, the gear that it's wearing, it it has this uh wispy effect to it almost that makes it seem like it's like shadow or darkness instead of like a metal. But um, that's just the effect that it, you can see as it's floating in the air there. But it's um, yeah, float, floating over there about ten feet off the floor. So so you see that. And, uh, this one, um, like it's looking at, I mean, Casimir would be the closest one. So Casimir, this one is this white that's floating in the air. There is looking at you and you can see that it's, you know, it's got its hand raised towards you and oh, it cast know. in a spell.
0: We got lucky with the last one. I'm waiting for the, uh, insanity or confusion to hit me. This is what happens to my characters all the time. Except travis, I guess his characters get a
1: yeah so it's raised so it's, it's not uh sanity charmed raised all it's right. it's rotted blackened palm towards you and um'll cast a ray what spell is that? dead white dread white which spell. is a hit all right, and that's uh scorching ray mm. you recognize so it's some a, a ray of fire slams into you and does twenty four damage and um so that's what that does, and it's got this uh, like its mouth is open, and you can see just the jagged remnants of a tongue. But it um, it's making this sound as it floats there, and that's its turn. And that um, is where we have to stop for the day. We'll pick this fight up again next time because oh, we had, had to be uh, done by five, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's where we'll stop this time, and we'll pick the fight up next time here. Hell yeah. In, yeah uh, thanks man yeah thanks
3: for the um I'm kind of looking forward to seeing Fenworth unleash
2: This has been a death watch production. Thank you for listening.